Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi, and Mississippi for that matter, a better place to live, work, and play. Hey, yesterday, Kyle and I talked about the tropics, and we were just reminding you to get your plan ready to go. Know what you're going to do. Don't wait to to a hurricane is headed our way before you get your plan together. There's a lot to take your attention with the election and pandemic and all the things that are related to that. So just pay attention. There are a couple of tropical waves that are out there now. This is the peak of the hurricane season that we're entering now. So just be aware and uh, pay close attention because it might be one of those kind of nail-biter seasons. So let's hope we don't get hit because that's the last thing coastal Mississippi needs in the midst of all the other challenges that we have. One other thing I want to share with you is I got a, I got a wonderful note from Stan um, uh, Stark, our, our 81-year-old Gulfport guy who's headed down the Mississippi River. He started at the headwaters. He's going to paddle all the way down to the opening of the mouth of the Mississippi River at the Gulf of Mexico in his, in his sea kayak. Um, he sent me this note. Thanks, Ricky, celebrating my 81st birthday today. I am camped on the banks of the Big Muddy at mile marker 827, some 25 miles downriver from Minneapolis. Passed through our first lock and dam yesterday, only 27 more to negotiate. We'll be paddling on to Hastings today. This is the 33rd day of my journey, and all has gone well so far. Every day brings a new and exciting experience. Can't think of a better way to celebrate my 81st. All the best to you and your family. Cheers, Stan. His uh, that video would would stand. That conversation with Stan really struck a nerve. He, uh, I think, it's got over four thousand views. The 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 uh, post has touched over seven thousand people, and of course, we had the podcast and YouTube and all that. If you missed it, you can go to the Super Talk Gulf Coast Facebook page and take a look at it. Stan Stark is my new hero. Uh, we talk almost every day on this show about how technology has really transformed our ability to move on with facets of our life during the pandemic. I mean, literally, just about comes up every day. We continue to, to do uh, learning. Our kids are learning using distance learning technologies. They've had significant, I mean, these technologies have had a significant impact on Mississippi schools. We've talked to administration, administrators across the coast, like uh, Wayne Rodolfich, uh, many times about the transformative nature of the technology and how it's enabled their plans to get our kids back to learning. In the area of medicine, if you think about this before the pandemic, there were actually a lot of stifling federal restrictions in place that really limited the use of telemedicine. But, but after the pandemic, those restrictions were lifted and telemedicine has literally taken off. We've discussed how these significant enabling changes have changed things for hospitals, for example, with, the, with hospital administrators like, like Memorial's Kent Nico. In the business world, man, there have been seismic shifts in the use of technology that have enabled telecommuting, telecommuting like never before. And our conversation with Gulfport Biloxi Airport Executive Director Clay Williams just yesterday, we talked about how technology has really impacted um, the way that airports are operating, where airlines operate, and, and it may have an impact in the future of business travel. Um, we talked to chamber members. Uh, we've discussed how technology enables them to continue to meet the needs of their members, and we've also uh, talked about how they're using 
technology to do virtual learning sessions, for example. And in terms of the, sort of the significant strategic business opportunities going forward for Mississippi, it's really inspiring to talk to people like the Coast Business Council President Ashley Edwards and the head of the entrepreneurial efforts for Mississippi State University, Eric Hill. Ashley and Eric talk a lot about the new economy, telecommuting, uh, and how Mississippi has this incredible opportunity to build what Eric Hill talks about, the Silicon Delta to become a sought-after location for, sec- for technology entrepreneurs. Even with this show, Coastview, uh, my producer, Cal Curley, and I have been using technology to do this show. I'm operating from right here in my studio at my house, and Cal is performing multiple roles from his control center at his house. But there is a common link between all of these activities and these opportunities for Mississippi going forward, and that is we have to have adequate Uh, internet speeds. Kyle and I have learned that lesson extremely well since we started doing these shows remotely in March. Unreliable broadband uh, in this pandemic moment has eliminated this key to success in Mississippi's future. For way too long, I think, Mississippi's actually been near the bottom. You may not know this, but in, in January 2019, Phil Bryan actually signed the Mississippi Broadband Enabling Act. What this act did is it actually removes the 1942 regulations that prevented electric cooperatives from offering anything other than electricity to its members. Almost immediately after the bill was signed, there were a number of Mississippi electric co-ops who began building fiber to the homes and their coverage areas. But there is a big but. We are a big-time rural state. Electric co-ops can only go so far with those plans because their business model doesn't work any longer Uh, when you start to take into account the vast rural areas of Mississippi. This brings me to the end of the 2020 pandemic Mississippi legislative session that concluded with the beginning, uh, uh, at the beginning of July, with lawmakers allocating $275 million of CARE Act funding. Now, this is the money the federal government allocated the states to deal with the pandemic, but there were limitations placed on it. In this case, to improve broadband and distance learning efforts for rural areas, there were three main bills. The first one was the COVID-19 Connectivity Act. It was authored by Senator Joel Carter and establishes a grant program to expand service to unserved or underserved areas. Um, The program had a lot of different pieces to it, but essentially $65 million is set aside for electric co-ops, and there's a one-to-one match. So for every dollar a co-op spends, it's matched with $1 from the federal government. It also had uh, $10 million available for other service providers. There was another bill, a House bill, called the Mississippi Pandemic Response Broadband Availability Grant Program, which provided $50 million to the Mississippi Department of Education for grants K-12 area for Internet connectivity as well. And then there, there was the bill from the Senate that was authored by Senator Dennis DeBar, uh, appropriating $150 million to K-12 education for, to equip students with laptops and enhance distance learning opportunities, et cetera. Almost immediately in their July meeting, the, the Public Service Commission voted to establish what is called the Connect Mississippi Committee. Now, this committee has experts 
representing North, Central, and South Mississippi in the areas of education, economic development, and medical services. Now, they've got a really big role to play as they identify best practices for Internet use, practice, uh, internet use practices. And uh, so there's a lot to talk about today, which brings me to my guest today. Um, I'm pleased to be joined by uh, the chairman of the Public Service Commission, uh, Dane Maxwell, uh, Wayne Rodolfich, the superintendent of schools for Pascula and Gaucher School S System, uh, Shannon Strunk from Barbara Strunk Enterprises, and Kent Nico, the CEO of Memorial Hospital at Gulfport. So anyway, thank you guys for joining me. I appreciate you being here. Thank so, you for having um, us. Thanks. You bet. It's a really important conversation. We've got an opportunity in this show to sort of bring it all together and help people really understand how this moment in Mississippi history could be truly transformative. We know that it is. So uh, let me turn to you, uh, uh, Dane Maxwell, and let you sort of you know, add some flavor to sort of the history that I just talked about leading to this, this meeting that we're having now. And uh, you can add whatever you want to to it and then talk a little bit more about what this committee and what you're hoping to get out of this committee. Well, thank you, Ricky, for having us. One of the biggest challenges that we have is going to be getting the word out um, as to what we're doing and keep people um, informed as, as we move forward. We've got a number of shovel-ready projects now that are already started, and uh, that's why the thought of bringing in experts, you know, the Public Service Commission, they don't regulate Internet. So it, it, um, people are under the assumption that we do, but no, we just decided to be the leader on it and uh, take it the bull by the horns and get out there and, and, and ahead of it. One of the ideas of putting the uh, Connect Mississippi committee together is because we are we are not experts in that and uh, we don't pretend to be. However, we all agree that we can hire people smarter than us, right? <laughs> and then we've and that we've been using that tactic from my dad taught me years ago. But um, you know, Wayne was naturally my first thought when we talked about uh, this committee and connectivity across uh, the state of Mississippi, simply because he's already done it. If you look at the Pascual Gote school systems, uh, every school has had challenges, but not a lot to the Pascual school district because Wayne already built a network. So his expertise in building this network work, although it was between two schools, uh, will certainly be invaluable to a lot of the co-ops and stuff as they move along building these systems and how they put them in place. We wanted to hit uh, the education side because uh, COVID really showed what the needs were going to be on the education side from now on. I think it changes. Uh, a lot of people will not go back to the way it used to be. Many of your junior colleges have embraced this and online learning has has just started uh, really coming to to light to a lot of people and so this COVID drove that if you want to look at a positive coming out of it that was a huge positive so Wayne was a natural choice in this committee though we wanted to we understood we understood that the need for telemedicine was going to be real it was happening we need to bring those guys in and get their expertise so we have a complete team. And, uh, you know, my first thought was Kent Nico. You know, uh, he's a great leader. He's a, a great chairman of his hospital. He's got to go ahead. No, that's okay. That's okay. What we'll do, let's do this. Um, 
when we when we come back from the break, we'll we'll pick it up right there. You can continue your conversation okay. about Kent Nico and why he was selected to be a member of this of this group. In fact, I'm I'm a big fan of Kent's and think he's done a terrific job leading Memorial. And, and just being a leader in the state. So we'll come back to that in just a second. But this is Dane Maxwell that we're having a conversation with and members of his new committee that are going to be focused on helping uh, Mississippi really grasp the opportunity in front, front of us, this broadband opportunity in front of us to, to really take advantage of the opportunities that we have that have been revealed by the pandemic. We'll be back after this break. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. 